Hello and welcome to the Dime Alive podcast. I'm your host, Aloise Surfleet Middleton. Each week I show you how to build a life in alignment with your soul. I interview top thought leaders changing the world with their work. And I also show you how you can build a life in alignment with your soul, do your dharma, be happier, healthier, live longer and have a deep sense of unshakable inner peace. So without further ado, let's dive into the next podcast. to my podcast recently, you will have listened to my Great Awakening Part 1 and Great Awakening Part 2 podcasts. I would encourage you to go back and have a listen to both of these podcasts because the next few guests are in this conversation about awakening. And it may feel a bit alien, a bit different if you haven't listened to those podcasts. I truly believe that we are in an incredible time in the history of the earth. We are going through an incredible transformation into the golden age. And as such, the old systems are breaking down. Now, today I interview Elizabeth April and she's a cosmic intuitive channeler who has the ability to go into other realms and dimensions. Now, that might sound weird and wonderful, but it's also very exciting because humanity is spiritually awakening have a listen to this interview. She's an incredible human being who had spiritual capabilities at a very, very young age, and she explains her journey. And also she's going to give you some really fantastic advice on how you can stay centered, firm, balanced, and anchored over the course of the next four years. So hello and welcome to the Dharma Life podcast. I have an incredible woman with me today who I found after her video went viral and it's had a 176,000 views, her Galactic Federation video. Elizabeth April is an intuitive channeler who has the ability to go into realms and dimensions in order to gain access from two information from vibration and visuals. Elizabeth, you're going to have to explain that to us, but welcome <laughs> to the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to deep dive into so many things today. There's always so much to talk about, but this is the time, you know, people are finally ready and they're waking up and it's great that, you know, the, the world has people like you um, to kind of allow uh, a platform for people like me to kind of communicate this crazy stuff that's going on. Um, and once again, people are ready for it. So I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. And, and to explain, this podcast is called the Dharma Life Podcast. It's all about doing our Dharma. You know, it's all about making a difference, service to others. Um, and one of the things we love to do is for you just to share a little bit about your background and how, how on earth do you become a cosmic intuitive channeler? Like that's not kind of you know, oh, I'm going to wake up one day and become a cosmetic intuitive channeler. So I just love, obviously, a kind of synopsis of how you've got to where you are today. Yeah, for sure. So I was... Um I was born with extrasensory abilities, so the ability to see ghosts and spirits and chakras and auras and all of that great stuff. Um, so I was born fairly awakened. 
And I was even talking to interdimensional beings at a young age, but because I was uh, born into a Catholic household, I just figured I was talking to God, right? Um, and so at the age of six years old, I told my dad, I said, you know, dad, like I've been, you know, I've been talking to God. And he said, oh, well, that's interesting. You know, tell me all about it. What does God have to say? And, <laughs> and I told him, I said, well, you know, dad, like the religion has it wrong, right? The Bible is all wrong. And he says, oh, well, you know why? And I said, well, the Bible tells us that God is a man. But I mean, I've been talking to God and, and she's a female, right? <laughs> now, I wasn't until probably a couple of years ago that I realized I was actually speaking with a Palladian woman who had okay. such a lovely vibration. I interpret it as God. You know, if you, you know, religion tells us that if we're talking to something that no one else can see, it's either God or the devil. And of course, this was a beautiful, lovely being. Um, so I figured it was God. So that was kind of my childhood. Um, at a certain point in time, I shut off my abilities. I just wanted to be normal and fit in and not be the weird one. Oh, yeah. and, uh, and then, of course, that spiraled me into a lot of depression and anxiety and you know, feeling like I was different, but not knowing why and feeling mm -hmm. like, you know, I didn't want to live on this planet if this is all that there was. And so I started seeking out answers um, and this was around the age of 15, 16 years old. So I went to doctors and psychologists and um, I went to my high school teachers and even my high school friends and my parents. I went to every authority figure I could get my hands on to mm. say, all right, Help tell me. me. <laughs> yeah. You know, what is the meaning of life? Why are we here? What is the grand purpose of everything? And every single time I was met with blank stares and disappointing answers. And so it wasn't until the age of 16 when, once again, my dad comes around again and he's like, hey, so I did this thing in university and it's called past life regression. You know, would you be interested in something like this? This is your dad. Said, this is my dad. Yeah. Right. And I said, yes, I'll, I'll try anything at this point, you know. And I didn't really know what I was getting into. And, uh, and so then, of course, in about an hour and a half, he took me into a deep trance-like state. And we explored, I, I believe, about five past lifetimes. And in every single one of these past lives, I was in a position of being a teacher or a healer or a philosopher or, you know, or a psychic, right? Someone who's making predictions. And, you know, oh, I yes. knew... That on earth, yeah, on earth. And, and, and I knew at that time that, that finally I knew who I was, right? That I was once again put on this planet to give a message. I, at that point, I didn't know what message I was going to give or how that was going to come to me. But I finally knew that I was here for a reason. Um, doing that past life regression also taught me that time is an illusion, right? Mm. So at 16 years old, I was able to mm. experience five entire past lives. Like what? Like, let's unpack that a little bit more. Amazing. Um, yeah. And then I also realized, obviously, during that uh, past life regression, that reincarnation was real, that this is not our first rodeo, that we've had many, many lifetimes um, before this. And that also kind of gave me hope that there was more to this world mm -hmm. and this reality than just what I saw in the mirror. So that was at 16. And then, you know, the cosmic part, right, came in after that. So after that age of 16, all my psychic and spiritual abilities came back, just rushing back to me, right? So telepathy, astral traveling. Uh, sorry? 
What was the trigger? Was it the past life regression kind of trigger? The trigger was the past life regressions. Yeah. And so it was after that point where I started, you know, having very vivid flashback and recall to past lifetimes. You know, I would stub my toe or meet a stranger and I would get a flashback of a past lifetime that we were in. Um, You know, and so I started exploring all of that and astral traveling, remote viewing, lucid dreaming, you know, telepathy, you name it. I started to explore explore and experience all of that Um, healing, seeing auras again, all of that. And so that was really awesome. Uh, And then I went away to university at the age of 18 and that's, you know, the first thing I wanted to do when I moved away from home was actually go to a 10-day, you know, silent meditation retreat called Vipassana. Mm. Because in a past lifetime where I was a yogi in Burma, um, I did this technique called Vipassana. And I would sit, you know, for years in silence, um, just exploring the universe. And so I went to this silent meditation retreat for 10 days. And on the second night of meditation or the second day of this retreat or night of this retreat, I got abducted very consciously, very scarily. It was a very scary experience because up until that point in time, I mean, if you asked me if I thought that aliens existed, I would say, I mean, there's got to be something out there in the universe, right? But are they here? No. Why would crazy, intelligent, interdimensional beings be interested in lowly third dimensional humans? Like it wouldn't, it just didn't make sense. And little old me. <laughs> yeah, little old me. Yeah, exactly. And so, and so lo and behold, you know, I was abducted very consciously. Um, they put a chip in my ear. It's all besides the point. Um, but after that, after that abduction, of course, I was really freaked out. But once I kind of overcame the fear of it, all of a sudden, I started having very vivid flashback and very vivid recall to lifetimes of myself as an eight foot tall gray being on board a ship. Even more. Wow. You know, right? And so all of my abilities now came together into this cosmic existence. And, uh, and, I, and I forgot to add this, but after my past life regression at 16, I started doing past life regressions for others, right? So that's, you know, that was really my, wow, this woke me up. I wonder if I can help others with this kind of awakening mm, as well. Course, yeah. And so then, you know, at 18, making friends in university, I would say, hey, do you believe in reincarnation? Do you want to see something cool? <laughs> you know, that's how I made friends uh, through past life regressions. And then I started taking people on past lifetimes off of this planet. And then I started to discover all of the different species and all of the different, you know, lifetimes and all of the different roles that each of these species can play and and how oddly similar a lot of these species are to human beings and and why is that? And and then I started deep diving into what's the whole point of this? You know, why why are we so special as human beings? And that really opened up a can of worms. And then boom, here I am, you know. Just your average upbringing. Yeah, just just the average. (laughs) I really do feel like I've been living a double life, you know, my whole life. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of my, my dharma, my background, and, and how I understood my purpose here on this planet. And, and I've been just kind of trekking away um, every day and speaking with interdimensionals and, and bringing their information, love, and insights to this planet. And so, you know, I, obviously I'm a member of yours, and I, you know, I watch your videos, and, and you're just so in your being and your, you know, your flow and your dharma. But can you take me back? Because obviously for our listeners, you know, maybe they haven't had quite such a 
a different, I'm going to say different kind of experience and upbringing, but you know, everybody has a role to play in this great awakening. We're all here for a reason. I truly believe we all incarnated here at this time because we chose to be here. So can you just speak to our listeners a little bit? Because, um, maybe they're not quite sure about what their role is. Can you have any kind of advice? Yeah, absolutely. So I always find, especially when interacting with my own clients from all over the world, you know, that's kind of the main question, right? What's my purpose? Yeah, What's why my mission? Why am I here? So uh, I'll kind of do two things or explain two things. One half of it is really whatever you're interested in, like follow your flow, right? And I'll even say that if you're like, oh, well, I've been flipping burgers at a burger joint for the past 20 years. Okay, great. So what are your hobbies, right? What are your interests? And, and you know, what kind of sparks your interest in being in that position, right? Is it being suppressed? I always find that our biggest challenges in life are mm. simultaneously our greatest strengths. Mm. So what is the resistance? Sometimes it's, it's more difficult to find what is that purpose and passion and mission. Right? Mm. Like, I don't know how, I don't know. I don't have a passion. Um, but the easier way is what is your greatest struggle, right? What do you really struggle with? Is it romantic relationships? Is it dealing with a child who has Asperger's or autism? You know, what is that struggle for you uh, in particular? And, and that is correlated to your divine purpose. You know, if you struggle between divine masculine and divine feminine energies within yourself, then your greatest purpose is balance, right? That's your greatest strength. And you can help others with that balance. But you also have to learn that lesson divinely first. The other thing that I want to mention too, because I wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of star seeds, a lot of old mm, souls who are listening to this. Um, a lot of you, especially at this time, if this was like three lifetimes ago, I would say you have a very clear purpose and a clear mission. At this time, the majority of you, these old souls, star seeds, the individuals who have never felt home here, mm. the majority of you are literally just back to watch the show unfold. Okay, this is a huge completion of the awakening and the, the consciousness level that we had back in ancient Atlantis and Nymeria. Now we're back here again, raising the vibration, moving into the fifth dimension. And most of you are just here to, to kind of like retire, right? Your mission is done. And that's why you're feeling a little bit lost. And that's why you're feeling a little bit directionless. If you had a very clear mission, you would have most likely waken up to that mission by this point. The fact that you feel like you're a little bit all over the place, you're just completing the old karmic lessons on this planet. And what I want to say to all of you who really don't have that, that driving mission in this lifetime relax. Enjoy you've it. done the work that you need to do. You're mm. all, you've already completed that. You can do anything now. If you want to help humanity, help humanity. If you want to just sit back and be an artist and be creative, be creative. If you want to be a lawyer, be a lawyer. You know, Listen to yourself, but ultimately you might not have a driving mission because you've completed that contract on this planet and you're literally just here to watch everything unfold and for finally the planet to awaken. Beautiful. And I love what you said right at the beginning. We call it your mess is your message. Ah, you talk, okay, cool. Yeah, which which is so true because, you know, in my own journey, I like, I've battled with depression and, and now it's all about really helping people through that and obviously activating yeah. them into their path and their purpose. So, yeah, my biggest pain was definitely something that has been my biggest kind of catalyst. So... Fantastic. So let's get onto the subject of this great awakening because the people who are listening to this podcast, I've been talking to them about it since it kicked off. So I would love because 
I think, I believe anyway, that we, you know, the next four years, the old paradigm is going to be breaking down. Obviously, the new paradigm is going to be being birthed. You know, the analogy that I always give is the caterpillar to the butterfly. And obviously, the caterpillar has to eat itself and it can be a bit messy. So that's kind of what I feel like is going to happen on our planet. So as much as people may be completing lifetimes, like what, again, what do we need to do over the next four years to make sure that humanity, like we're going, Mother Guy is going, you know, that's a done deal. But how can we make this transition as smooth as possible for ourselves? Yeah, for sure. So uh, I would say two things, recommend two main things. One is just at a basic 3D rudimentary physical level, um, make sure that you have everything that you need for a greater collapse, okay? Mm. So if you have money, say, for example, that you just recently pulled from the stock market, invest it into gold and silver, right? Precious metals, right? Um, You know, same thing with having food and water supply. You know, don't get a bunch of food and water and then dig into the supply when you don't need to. Um, Just kind of keep it. And, And the only reason why I'm really pushing for the the survival aspect of this is if another cataclysmic event were to happen, not saying that it will, but if it were to happen, then you know that you've got everything you need already and you can just sit back and relax through that event. Mm -hmm. You can meditate, you can raise your vibration. If you're in fear that you don't have enough Mm -hmm. to survive or to help your family with, then you're not going to be able to fully, you know, usher in that new vibration. So that's, that's just a 3D level, right? Just make sure that you've got everything you need at that level um, to just kind of hang out for a little while. Okay. That's what I recommend. Um, And then at a more 5D level, you know, go deep, right? This is the time for shadow work. Mm. Most likely the majority of the people listening to this, I call them the teachers or the masters, whether you consider yourself a teacher or not, um, this will kind of tell you if, you if you're a teacher. Basically, but especially between the timelines of 2016 and 2019, but some people had this happen in 2015 and, and earlier than that. But 2016 and 2019 was a very pivotal year for breaking down the old matrix system within the individual So if you are an individual teacher and you're here to help raise the vibration of the planet, then most likely you lost your job and you changed your relationship and you moved your house and everything about your physical reality collapsed between that year. Why did it all collapse? So that you could get prepared to live your best life between the time of 2020 and 2024 when the rest of the world is going through an ego death, when the rest of the world is collapsing. You know, I don't know about you, but I felt like I was freaking crazy back then to say, am I really changing everything? right now why isn't anyone else experiencing this and now i realize eight billion people are about to experience this Mm -hmm. or are currently experiencing the same collapse and ego death that i had to go through and now i'm at a place where i've already shifted everything into this new life that is really fulfilling for me so that i can now help and give back to the rest of humanity Mm, yeah fantastic and that totally resonates with me like we complete like I gave up one business to purely focus on my coaching we moved into this house in the country we're kind of out in the middle of nowhere you know and and we've had like obviously lockdown has not been enjoyable but we've been you know beautiful surroundings beautiful place like you said I feel like I'm very stable very set so I can support others now when they're going through this fantastic so 
just to dig into what you said about the 3D and having more stocks and supplies, like this kind of, I don't know if you've got any information from above about, because people are talking about maybe another outbreak, you know. Um, again, I've got a feeling that there's going to be a pretty bumpy ride the next few years. Any insights into what potentially might happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not totally sure. I mean, everything's changing with this whole coronavirus stuff every single day, right? Everything's changing. So um, as far as the Galactic Federation saying anything major about that kind of prediction, it's all up in the air. They have basically told me time and time again, it is up to the vibration collectively of the planet. Um, Yeah, it's up to the vibration of us to really see where this is going. If if collectively, if we haven't learned our lessons, which Mm -hmm. basically means if we're still hanging on and attached and we're not allowing ourselves to fully collapse, Mm -hmm. right? Then it's going to continue. It's going to perpetuate. It it has to in order for the full collapse to happen. So this is an aspect of it, just to keep in mind. But there is another event that I still believe is going to happen. Um, Last time I checked in with the GFL, they told me that it was 60% likely to happen. So we need to realize that when we're looking at future events, nothing is ever 100% set in stone because no one or nothing, not even a great interdimensional being, has control over what's going to happen here. It is completely within our control as a collective, not as an individual, as a collective. And so 60% likely to happen is a solar flare event. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's really interesting because other channelers have also mentioned this. I don't do any external research. I don't know what other channelers are saying, but I get a lot of people validating a lot of the information that I receive, which is kind of nice. And so they told me, the Galactic Federation told me back in 2018, 2019, I put a video out there when they told it to me, but um, they told me around that time that in 2021, we were going to experience a solar flare event, and that was going to wipe out the electrical grid on the planet, which, I mean, if you think about us now being cut off from things like the internet, um, that is going to create another type of uh, collapse, you know. Yeah. And can you explain for our listeners what a solar flare is? Yeah. So I'll kind of explain the moment that the Galactic Federation told me about it because it's an interesting story. Um, I was greeted by one of the Palladians, uh, Palladian males of this council. I call them the Galactic Federation Security Council because they deal with security measures for the planet, this planet. And so he greeted me. He said, Elizabeth, you know, we have Uh, a message for you that we want you to relay to humanity, you know, come on board the ship. So I astral traveled over to the giant mothership. I went into their council room and they, they have this holographic projector is what I call it. I don't know. And they showed me the projection of the earth. And then they showed me, it literally looked like, like an, almost like an orangish red laser beam going to the earth, hitting the earth. And I said, Mm. what is this? This is an alien invasion. Is this some sort of government technology? Like I wasn't sure how to interpret it. And they told me, they said, no, this is actually a giant solar flare that's going to hit the planet. They actually showed me very specifically because I could see the planet um, that it was going to hit the top of Russia. So I wasn't sure at that time, is it just going to affect that continent? Is it going to spread to other continents? And they weren't very clear about how that was going to affect the whole planet. What I realize now is that that could very easily wipe out the entire electrical grid of the planet. Um, 
And then they told me that this is in correlation with the three days and three nights of darkness. Mm. I don't know if the three days and three nights is just a metaphor, if it's going to be longer than that, if it's going to be 30 days and 30 nights, if it's going to be 10, I'm not sure. They weren't very clear, but they said that there was going to be this period of darkness where um, this giant electromagnetic frequency was going to hit the planet and, um, and basically raise the vibration. Um, so yeah, so that, that, that event is contracted to happen. If we were not supposed to get hit by a solar flare, then, um, then they could stop that, right? They could literally stop. Like they have the technology to stop the solar flare, but we're, it's all supposed to happen. We also need to realize too that solar flares are happening every single day and they're hitting the planet, but this one in particular is supposed to be a very intense one. Um, like I said, 60% likely to happen, but at that time, if everything is shut down, do you have you know, the off-the-grid type of things to cook food? Do you have the food supplies? Do you like, you know, it's just, that's the 3D kind of protection that I've, like I've been a prepper for many years and now I understand why is because we have to go through this collapse and we have to feel safe while we're going through it. And I really feel like the quarantine and the coronavirus is actually just a bit of a preparation exactly yeah mm, interesting wow and and so the kind of impact of that if a so large solar pair hits the planet it could take out the electrical grid is what you're saying which means we'd have no electricity um yes right but but at the same time uh, i also know very clearly that there are uh, interdimensional alien technologies on this planet that are just waiting for the space Mm, waiting for the gap to to come in and one of those is free technology Mm. free energy technology we've had that since back in tesla even before tesla we've had that and you know the whole old school electrical grid wired system is taken off and i'm hoping (laughs) that you know eventually we've got this free energy system that can just you know fuel the planet like it did back in ancient egypt Mm. yeah absolutely and moving towards nazara and gazara you know, we should, we're not supposed to be paying for those resources. We're supposed to be getting no. free. So, so okay, so fantastic. So it's potentially, you know, just for our listeners, you know, just we're being prepared. You know, you want to be in a place where you can observe it, where you can, you know, feel safe. So get yourself prepared. And you were talking about the frequency of the planet shifting at the same time. So the solar flare effectively could shift the vibration up. Yeah, so I'm not totally sure if it's a solar flare or if it's another event happening at the same time or if it's something else that kind of takes place within the next four years. But um, we've got this thing called the Schumann Resonance. And for those of you who are very well versed in the Schumann Resonance, I know that it's it's kind of a very untangible concept. But basically, um, the Schumann Resonance is a vibrational frequency measure measurements of the planet Mm. and um, there's a certain type of electromagnetic frequency that has been measured and for a very long time it's been kind of just sitting at a certain level and ever since 2017 this vibrational frequency on the planet has spiked astronomically it's actually gone from about 7.83 all the way to 170 Mm. and usually Mm. during those massive electromagnetic spikes people are either having incredible awakening breakthroughs or they're having incredible you know downfalls right and breakdowns and Mm. i always say that you have to break down to break through Mm. um 
but yeah and so so it's this vibrational frequency is pushing us all into a new vibrational frequency that we can enjoy that rises above the corruption and the fear and the you know self-centered atmosphere of this planet Mm. yeah and i thought what you said earlier about doing your shadow work is so important because if we're not in energetic alignment you know that's why this stuff is coming up because it's kind of saying look this is the stuff you know that you really need to look at and handle and if you don't look at and handle it we're just going to make, make the breakdown bigger yeah exactly <laughs> on the flip side of that though um i've spoken to so many people and myself included like my intuitive gifts uh, telepathy um energy work all of that i'm noticing going to another level which i'm absolutely loving but again can you kind of speak to that for our listeners because obviously you're very well versed in that if you if they're kind of noticing things opening up how can we encourage that yeah um the the, the biggest thing honestly is to integrate, right? So, you know, a lot of the times the spikes in the psychic abilities are incredible. And a lot of the times we'll have this beautiful opening and, and we'll talk to an interdimensional or we'll, we'll you know, ask for travel for the first time or whatever that may be. Um, but then all of a sudden it's gone. And they're like, oh, but I want to go back there. Why can't I go back there? Why isn't it, why isn't it back here? I know I can I like do it. it. Yeah. Exactly. And that's good. But the reason why it, it shows itself to you is so that you understand that that's possible. And then the reason why it goes away is so that you can integrate those frequencies into your system. I will tell everyone that if you go, 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 go into high vibration, high vibration, all you do all day, obviously, if you had the time was to sit in meditation and go to those places, it actually wouldn't be good for your system. Okay. And unfortunately, during, you know, very intense awakenings, that's when some people can get admitted to the hospital or go into psychosis or what have you. And it's because they're just too far away from their body. And we're like naturally, no matter if you're ready for it or not, you're going to be experiencing these grand psychic awakenings. So the biggest thing that I can recommend is, you know, make sure that you're feeding yourself and you're grounding yourself and you're integrating those frequencies. Um, the one thing that I would recommend for people who do want to step into that, who have had a hard time, uh, two things, I guess. One is most likely there's some sort of limiting belief or maybe a past lifetime or something that's blocking you. So ask yourself what that resistance is. For a lot of you out there, it's because the last time that you were psychically open, you were persecuted by humanity. So the number mm -hmm. one thing in that energy space is forgiveness, you know, forgiving humanity, saying, I am safe to once again, open myself up to my greatest gifts. This is a pretty good affirmation. And then the second thing is, um, is to just ask for what it is that you want, right? If you're like, I am ready to unlock my DNA, you know, careful what you ask for. All right. <laughs> but if you're like, I'm ready to let go of my, um, of my greatest challenges, or I'm ready to transmute my limiting beliefs. Once again, careful what you ask for, because it will all come to the surface, right? This is the time of intense manifestation. So be very aware of your thoughts and what you're creating and what you're ready for. But once again, that humanness and that integration period and that 3D, I cannot stress it enough. It's important when we kind of raise ourselves to the 5D level to have that balance. Sure. So kind of what, what you're saying is when we have an experience like that, we can't maintain it because our frequency isn't at that level on an ongoing basis. So it's kind of like a flash of brilliance and then go back, integrate baby steps, raise up, and that will start to happen more and more. Yep, exactly. Nice. So I wanted to know about you and your 
passion and your goals like what's your big audacious goal over the next few years because obviously you're just doing some incredible work and you're on a roll like where is this leading you Oh man, you know, for the most part, I just really want to be in the present moment and say, I don't have any goals. I'm just exactly <laughs> where I need to be. And, and it's incredible because in so many ways, life is amazing. And I'm putting out the, the information to, to the people who are ready for it, you know. Um, but I guess my, my biggest goal uh, would be uh, writing as many books as I possibly can and doing like a world tour with speaking because I love speaking on stages. I have so many conferences every year and I travel all the time typically uh, for these conferences. And I just, I love it. I love that in-person interaction. Um, I just wrote my first book. It actually, I wrote, you know, mm. 50,000 words in four days. Like it was insanity. Wow. Channel, um, you mean? <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, it just came right through me. I've been trying to write a book for 10 years and this one just, it just needed to happen. So, wow. uh, so yeah, so I'm, I'm preparing this year on releasing the book. Um, I've got an editor editing it right now and she's like, wow. She's like, this is incredible. So it's really nice to have that validated because no one's ever read the book before. So yeah, so I've got the book going. Um, I just released a, an online course. It's called The Shift Masterclass. And it actually takes someone from the third dimension into the fifth dimension. And it allows you through the integration, through the awareness of your human self, it allows you to raise to your highest vibration possible. Um, so I have, I have a lot going on there. But yeah, I guess my my main goal is just reaching as many people as possible and, um, and you know, just doing what I'm doing and staying human and staying grounded and still enjoying all the things that I love about this third dimension reality. Well, thank you so much. I'd love to acknowledge you like publicly on air for all the work that you are doing. Like I'm sure people will, uh, who are watching this will concur that it's incredible. You know, you're totally leading this new charge into the new paradigm and yeah, you need to be acknowledged for that. So thank you. Aww. Thank you so much. This is lovely. And how can people find you if they, like my listeners, maybe if they haven't come across you? Yeah, so uh, just my name, Elizabeth April. You can type it into Google, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, all of the things. Um, and my website is elizabethapril.com. And you can email me from there and ask me about the masterclass and all of that great stuff if you're interested. Fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Really appreciate you coming on the Dharma Life Podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much. Such a pleasure. So what an amazing woman doing incredible work. I really hope you enjoyed that podcast. Please do tag me. Please do tag her. Please do show me that you've enjoyed this. I love getting your messages. Reach out to me. Let me know. Come follow her on Instagram. Come follow me on Instagram. Incredible time to be alive. Thank you so much for listening to the Dharma Life podcast. I do hope you enjoyed this episode. Please come over and say hello on my Instagram, our Facebook group. And also, please let me know what you thought. So if you are listening, please take a screenshot of the podcast that you are listening to. Tag me on Instagram and I will reshare your post. And please let me know what it is that you got out of today's episode. Remember, when we do our Dharma, we are happier, healthier, we live longer, and we have a deep sense of unshakable inner peace. Mm-hmm.